I did it for years. I had fun with it. Ask my son. Puppets and everything. <laughs> Remember when we went to uh, Heritage? James had to dress up as uh, Rovercomer. Rovercomer. He loved it. My wife got so peeved, though, afterwards. All the kids were wanting my autograph and everything. She's like, going, what about me? What about me? I'm here. <laughs> peeved. That's a good word, isn't it? Never mind. Anyway, praise the Lord. Ephesians 5.18. Let's go there and let's pray. Father, we just commit the rest of our time to you. I thank you for the anointing upon my life to preach and teach this word. I believe in the anointing. I have faith in the anointing. Glory to God. I believe for the anointing upon these people to receive the word, to see the word as it's meant to be seen, to hear it, the word as it's meant to be heard. Glory to God. And Father, we're by your grace, not just going to be hearers of the word of God. We're going to be doers thereof. Because we're doers, we shall be blessed. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, amen. amen. Ephesians 5, 18 says, do not be drunk with wine in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. Or, the better way of saying that based off of the Greek meaning of those words is, be being filled with the Spirit. Be being filled with the Spirit. Why do we need this? Because as one minister said, we leak. How do I know we leak? Because people can come to a service like this and get so tanked up on the Spirit of God, get so full of the Spirit, leave from here, head home, and when they get home, they begin to complain and they begin to grumble. They leaked. They leaked joy. They leaked peace. And now they need to do something to get themselves stirred back up, to get themselves filled back up. They need to begin to speak with other tongues. They need to sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs unto God. They need to lift their voice and give praise to Almighty God. Amen. And they need to learn to yield to joy. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> ha, ha. I said yield to joy. <laughs> Glory to God. That's right. People need to learn to do this. The bottom line is, is whether you call it being leaky... Or just having flesh that wants to do what's contrary to your heart. You need to stay filled with the Spirit. You need to be being filled with the Spirit. Everybody say, be being filled. Be filled. Amen. Now, as of late, we've been looking at the importance of staying full of joy. Which in turn helps you to stay full of the Spirit. Those two are, they go hand in hand. The Bible says this in uh, uh, Acts 13.52. We've seen this a couple of uh, Sundays now. The disciples were filled with joy and with the Holy Spirit. They were filled with joy and with the Holy Spirit. Everybody say, ha, ha, ha. ha. <laughs> Glory to God. Everybody say, ha, 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 ha. So why does God want us full of joy? Well, one reason is because the joy of the Lord is our strength. Did you hear me? The joy of the Lord is our strength when you're feeling like you don't have what it takes to keep going. When it feels like you're fixing to go under. When, when, when it feels like just the slightest breeze and you'd get blown over. Friends, listen to me. You need to yield to joy. Because when you yield to joy, something happens on the inside of you. It's like receiving an infusion of strength from Almighty God to keep going. To overcome. To come through to the other side victoriously. How many know that you need strength to survive in this world today? You know, one of the things that, and I, I know that these two, having worked in the medical profession, that if you go into a hospital today, and a person has an attitude of, they've basically given up. They're done. They're basically done. But if their attitude is, I'm going to fight. I'm going to keep fighting. And especially for us as Christians, I'm going to keep fighting. And I'm telling you right now, listen to me. If you ever end up in a hospital, you need to sit there and start to laugh. You need to tell your wife, come here and you better tell me some funny jokes. You better have something funny to share with me because I'm going to laugh in this place. And you might think, there's a, well, what about the nurses? What about the doctors? What about the other, the other people in the hospital? Who cares? Who cares? What did, did, did uh, 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 Paul and Silas, did they care about all the other prisoners when they begin to worship God at the midnight hour? No, but as a result of them obeying God and doing that, all those other prisoners got Set free. Hallelujah. 
So why don't you get in that hospital? Start to laugh. Ha ha ha! Ha ha People come, what you laughing? I'm laughing at the devil. He's so stupid. Trying to come against me. Ha ha ha! Glory to God! Ha ha ha! And as you're doing that, as you're yielding to joy, it's like, you're, it's like you know, they, what they hook up all those things, what do they call it? IV into your arm and everything else, and they mean me put, you know, fluids in you or put drugs in you or whatever. It's like when you begin to laugh, it's like you're getting an IV from heaven. Whoop! And all of a sudden you're getting infused. Supernatural strength is hitting you. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Glory to God. Is this truth? Oh, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Woo! The joy of the Lord is our strength. Now, I, I've realized for a whole lot of people, yielding to joy and laughing in the face of insurmountable odds is not something they're used to doing. Instead, they're used to complaining and grumbling and murmuring and saying things like, Life stinks. Life just isn't fair. Why is this all this bad stuff happening to me? Or they're the type of person who thinks they can figure it all out. <laughs> they think they can figure it out in their minds what they need to do. How to handle this situation. They think they can handle it in their own abilities. Either way, by complaining and grumbling... Or trying to figure things out in and of themselves. They're basically saying, Lord, I don't need your help. Ooh, Pastor Dan. God, it steps on my toes. Good. Let it step on your toes. Because, see, you don't want to go through life with that kind of an attitude. Lord, I can handle this. I, I, I got it. You, I can handle it. If that was the case, then why haven't they done anything about it? And why would they be grumbling and complaining if they had the ability to handle it themselves? Friends, learning to trust in the Lord with all our hearts and leaning not to our own understanding is not something you wake every, up every morning. It's just going right, to happen. Why is that? Because we have flesh. Our flesh will fight us. Our flesh likes to do what it likes to do. It likes to do what it feels like doing. Amen. What feels good. I was laying in my bed today. I've got a new pillow. My old pillow was getting, it just not, it wasn't there no more. It was not working for me. So I got a new pillow. And you know when you get a new pillow, I don't know if this is for you, but it's for me. You kind of get to get used to this new pillow. And I had rolled over. My wife got up about, I don't know, 5.30 in the morning, whatever it was. And I kind of rolled over and was laying on my back. And I usually don't lay on my back. I usually lay on my stomach. But I'm laying on my back. And all of a sudden, I'm thinking to myself, this isn't very comfortable. I'm not, I'm not enjoying this pillow right now. And why am I talking about my pillow, Lord? <laughs> I know why. Because my flesh wasn't enjoying it. My flesh wasn't enjoying it. And so what did I do? I began to praise the Lord. I began to lift my voice and praise God. I said, Lord, I rejoice in this day. For this is the day the Lord has made. I shall rejoice and be glad in it. See, I changed the way I was approaching this new day. <laughs> but listen, listen. I, I, I know that if you are an uh, in intellectual, sometimes when it comes to the things of God, it is a hard thing to grasp. This is where you say something. Listen, I don't care who you are. I don't care how smart you are. I don't, know how, I don't care how much abilities you have. There's going to arrive something in your life someday that you can't handle in and of yourself. You hear what I'm saying? If Bill Gates was struck with cancer, do you think all of the money he has and all of the intellect he has is going to save him? If the doctor says it's all throughout your body, you've got a week to live? What does he need now? He needs an answer from the Lord, doesn't he? He needs to know that Jesus is the healer. Amen. The bottom line is, is this, you have got to step out in faith and say, Lord, I trust you with all my heart 
And I'm going to lean not to my own understanding. I'm not going to rely on the way I think. And, and hear me now. If you are an intellectual, what you've got to do is humble yourself. And say, God, I, I don't know everything. And everything I do know is only because of you. And I'm looking to you right now to help me renew my mind with your word. I don't want to think like the average uh, natural person. I don't, want to, I don't want to think like I used to think prior to getting born again. I am determined to have my mind renewed with the word of God. I want to think like you think. I want to do things like you do. And that means sometimes laughing in the face of the impossibility. <laughs> oh, we ought to, I'll tell you. I tell you, I mean, it will change everything. Because not only are you, because I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. I don't want to get ahead of myself. Should I get ahead of myself, Lord? <laughs> Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Whoo. Thank you, Jesus. I, I don't even know where I'm at. Somewhere in here. Listen. You and me have got to realize what I said prior to getting into worship what i said earlier today we got the greater one living in us we got one living in us who has the answers we got the all-powerful all-knowing one in us all we got to learn to do is yield ourselves to him look to him and he's not way out there he's in here he's in you and me oh think of Thank you, Jesus. See, I, I, I'm trusted. See, this is something, when you come to church, you say, God, I, I, I'm not there yet. I haven't, I, I don't have the, and none of us are there yet. We're all growing and developing. There's nobody in here who thinks, if you think you're already there, can I just tell you real quickly something? You're not. But that's not a bad thing. We're on a journey. Are you hearing what I'm saying? We're on a journey. And this journey must include renewing our minds with the word of God. So we think like God thinks. Do things the way God tells us to do in his word. And one of the things God tells us to do in his word is to yield ourselves to joy. Because the joy of the Lord is our strength. That strength will enable us to keep standing and keep believing. Until we receive the manifestation of what we're believing him for. Glory to Jesus. Glory to God. He knows how to handle every situation, every test and trial we'll ever face. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Think about it. And you want to know the big thing he wants us to do right now? And I'm telling you, this is something I told you at the beginning of the study. This is something he's been dealing with me about for over a year. You need to stay full of me. You need to be being filled with the Spirit. You need to stay full of my Spirit. You need to be staying sensitive to my Spirit. You need to be able to speak what I'm telling you to say. And you need to do it with confidence because you know you know my voice. Are you hearing me? I want that. I want to be so full of him. The glory to God everywhere I go. I, he's, I, I, just the slightest still small voice. Spirit of God speaking to me right now. Oh, whoa, whoa. He's, telling, he's leading me to go to this place right now. And when I go to that place, there's that person in the wheelchair. Given up to die. And, I, and the Spirit of God's prompting me to go. Kneel down. Lay hands on them. See them raised up. These things will only happen. Hear me now. As we are staying full of the Spirit. As we are sensitive to the Spirit. I cannot express this enough to you. Do you want to succeed in this life do you want to fulfill god's plan and purpose for your life you got to stay full of the spirit it's not an option it really isn't i i i i'm just going to be honest with you i don't know how christians make it through in this life without being filled with the spirit and and please when i say that that is not a condemnation to anybody who's not in this place I'm really not coming against you. In fact, if anything, I'm encouraging you with everything that's in my, every fiber of my being, I'm encouraging you to get filled with the Spirit. It's a gift from God for every single one of us. It changed my life. I said it changed my life. It will change your life. It is, 
It is such an awesome thing to be able to sit down late at night. My wife went to bed. She can tell you, I'm in there. I have my music playing. And I am praying in the Spirit. And I don't have to wonder what I'm praying about because I asked the Holy Spirit to join with me to pray out this service today. For this service today. I believe it. Glory to God. And then sometimes as I'm praying, He'll, he'll prompt me to pray something in my natural, in my understanding. But it's such an incredible thing. And I said, to, I said, as I'm, I said Lord, I'm, I'm praying out the mysteries. But I'm also edifying myself. I'm strengthening myself. Glory to God. I want to be filled with the Spirit. How about you? Everybody in here should have that desire in you, especially after this study. Amen. Now go to 1 Peter chapter 1. Everybody say, I'm determined to stay filled with the Spirit. Amen. I want to look at these scriptures one more time. And as you do, as we do, I want you to pay attention to how God expects us to experience and take advantage of everything that Jesus has done for us through his redemptive work. In other words, how are we to receive the end of our faith? How are we to reap the harvest of our faith? 1 Peter chapter 1, 8 and 9 says, Whom having not seen you love. Who's that speaking of? Speaking of Jesus. Though now you do not see him, yet believing in what? What are you believing in? You're believing in Jesus and all he's done for you. You rejoice with joy inexpressible and full of glory. Receiving the end of your faith, the salvation of your souls. The Passion Translation says it this way. You love him passionately. Although you do not, did not see him, but through believing in him, what's the result of believing in him and all he's done for you? You are saturated with an ecstatic joy, indescribably sublime and immersed in glory. For you are reaping the harvest of your faith. The full salvation promised you your soul's victory. Glory to God. Friends, the very moment we step out and take God at his word. The very moment we believe that we receive what he's promised us in his word. Something starts happening down here in our hearts and starts to work its way out here into this natural realm. We should start to rejoice with inexpressible joy. The joy of the Lord should begin to saturate us from the top of our head to the soles of our feet. Glory to God. Why? Because we know what we got what we're believing for. I asked you last week, how would you act if you already had the money you're believing God for? How would you act if you already got your healing? How would you act if you really got the answer from God? How would you act? Well, guess what? The very moment you stepped out and believed God, the very moment you said, I believe, I receive it. It is yours. I don't know if you heard what I just said. The very moment you step out in faith, the very moment you say, I believe, I receive it, you got it. Well, Pastor Dan, I rejoice when I see it, when I feel it, and so will every Joe Blow sinner down the road. That's the way they operate. We live by faith and not by sight. Glory to God. We take God in here. I was just thinking about that. What was I thinking about, Lord? What was I thinking about? What was that at? It was like God was, how people put their trust in what a doctor will tell them and what the doctor's telling them to do way more than they put their trust in God and what he's telling them to do. Not us. I say, not us. We take you at your word, Lord. You said it, you'll do it. I got it. So if I got it, I think I need to let my outer self begin to yield to what's on the inside of me. If I really got it, ha, ha, ha. If I really got it, woo!
about this. Opening up my mortgage and looking at it. What? 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 It's fully paid for. It's fully paid for. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm going to only rejoice then. Shouldn't I be rejoicing? But, but do you notice here in First Peter, notice this. That rejoicing with joy inexpressible comes before receiving the end or the full manifestation of your faith. Do you see that? So what should we be doing? Glory to God. He's given us the supernatural means to keep standing no matter what things look like out here. Even if things begin to get worse instead of better. I've shared this story with you before. When you believe in God for healing and you go out and eat a meal. And then when you get home, you go directly to the bathroom and throw it all up. This is where the rubber meets the road as far as your faith is concerned. You know what so many Christians would do? I didn't get it. I didn't get my healing. Why? Why are you saying that? Friends, it has nothing to do with what happens out here. It has nothing to do with what your body does. Are you hearing what I'm saying? See, when you go, if you go out there and you believe in God for healing, and you go out and eat a meal and you come home and you throw it all up, wipe your mouth up and say, like I said, I'm healed. I'm healed. I'm not moved by what I see. I'm not moved by how I feel. I'm moved only by what I believe. Yeah. I believe. If you do that, guess what's going to happen? I'm telling you right now, the devil's going to come. He's going to come. He's going to show up. And he's going to ask you what you're laughing at. And this is where you got to get a little persnickety. You know what I mean by persnickety? This is when you got to get a little bold. This is when you need to put your foot down and say, Devil, I'm laughing at you. And I'm laughing at the fact. And you're a Christian, you'll go to heaven. Devil, let me tell you something.
When I receive my soul, now I'm, I'm going to tell you something, devil. I refuse to die until, I refuse to die with anything that's of you, first of all. If it's sickness or disease, I'm not going out that way. I'm telling you, you might think, well, that's awfully bold, Pastor Dan. No, that's, that's Bible. That's the B-I-B-L-E. I'm going to take God at his word. Glory to God. And then, devil, when I am satisfied with long life, he will satisfy me. If I'm satisfied, devil, that's when I'm going to go home. You aren't going to be going home. I'm going to be the reason I go home because I'm done. But in the meantime... This is something the Lord gave me today, yesterday. Where we at? All right. Praise the Lord. Genesis chapter 1. I want to show you from the Bible that laughing and rejoicing and, 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 and having a good time, tapping into the joy on the inside of us shouldn't be strange to us. It's simply the way God created us. Did you hear what I just said? It's simply the way God created us. First, uh, Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, very familiar. Then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth and every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. The Passion Translation says it this way. Then God said, let us make a man and a woman in our image to be like us. Mm -mm -mm let them reign over the fish of the sea the birds of the air the livestock over the creatures that creep along the ground over the wild animals so god created man and woman and shaped them with his image inside them in his own beautiful image he created his masterpiece <laughs> yes male and female he created them so according to these verses very familiar verses we've been made in the image and the Likeness of God. Are you with me? We're supposed to be like God. We're supposed to act like God. I'm not saying we are God. I'm saying we're supposed to act like God. We're supposed to imitate God. We're supposed to, to speak like God. God is a God of faith. God is a God of love. We're called to be people of faith. We're called to be people of love. In other words, God spoke and it was. He created the wor worlds with his words. We change our worlds with our words. And God, everything God ever said, everything Jesus ever did, everything he ever demonstrated was coming from love, through love. And that's the way we're supposed to be. Everything we say and do should be funneled through love, should come through love. Because we are now loved children of a love God. Are you hearing what I'm saying? We're called to be like God. Well, guess what we've been seeing in here? Hallelujah. The other thing that God loves to do is he loves to laugh. <laughs> See, I, I, I'm sorry, man. I, I'm not sorry, Lord. I, I envision God laughing, and I'm just telling you, all of heaven shakes when God laughs. I, 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 I won't, I, I'm looking forward to the day when I'm up there and he begins to laugh. The Bible, we saw this last week. Uh, Psalm 2-4 from the NIV. The one enthroned in heaven laughs. He laughs at all of those who would try to stop him in his plan of redemption. Because he knows that no matter what the enemy throws against him or against us, it's going to fail. <laughs> what are you laughing at, Pastor Dan? Oh, I'm just laughing with God. <laughs> It don't matter what the devil tries to throw at me. <laughs> it's going to fail. In other words, he had a strong command. Demonstration of 
worship in the Spirit. You will burn in hell unless you repent of the sins you committed. That ain't going to be me. I'm not saying that a person who rejects God's gift of salvation won't go there because that's the Bible. But what I am going to declare is the good news. All you got to do is receive God's gift of salvation, Jesus, into your heart, and then heaven is your home. Ha, ha, ha. But see, I believe that God wants us to laugh. Go with me to Hebrews chapter 1. You with me? Glory to God. Hallelujah. I'm going to prove it to you from the Bible. The Bible. I'm going to prove it to you from the Bible that God laughs and enjoys laughing. Uh, Hebrews 1, 8 and 9. But to the son. Can I just say something before we get get here? Can I just encourage you to pick up your Bible and read it? We, we do that, Ron. I, I, know, I don't know if Debbie, you do it. But, you know, you read for five days and you're off for two. Read for five days and you're off for two. And you do that throughout the year and you read through the entire New Testament. I endeavor to do that. I mean, sometimes I read ahead. Sometimes I follow a little bit behind. But the bottom line is, is I'm reading through the Bible. And when I, while I was reading through the Bible, God gave me this. Hey, oh, this is so good. The Bible says, but to the Son, He says, your throne, O God. So who's saying this? The Father is saying this to Jesus. Your throne, O God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of your kingdom. You have loved righteousness and hated lawlessness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you. Who's the, God the Father has anointed Jesus with the oil. oil. <laughs> See, I told you I had problems with my, my health. The oil of gladness. More than your companions. The New Living Translation says, You have justice. You love, ju- you love justice and hate evil. Therefore, O oh God, you, your God has anointed you. Pouring out the oil of joy on you more than on anyone else. I got the anointing of oil on me, of the joy. But see, as much as I get happy, as much as I shout, as much as I dance around, as much as I laugh, it can't even begin to compare with Jesus. He got it without measure. It was poured on him. And so when Jesus received this anointing of joy, did you think he just sat there and said, Thank you, Father. I'm so glad to have received that. Or do you think he might have just, uh, listen, listen. This is what God was showing me today. When do you think Jesus, did you think Jesus ever became tired physically? Do you think Jesus ever became tired mentally? Oh, absolutely he did. But I guarantee you this much. What did Jesus do about it? I guarantee you he knows the, the word said, the joy of the Lord is my strength. I believe he began to tap into that anointing of joy that was all over him. I believe he began to laugh. I believe he began to have a spontaneous demonstration in the spirit, worshiping his father. Glory to God. Why do I say that? Because Jesus always did those things to please the father. Which means that Jesus always did what the word told him to do. Which means that Jesus yielded to the joy of the Lord to receive the strength to keep on standing and fulfill his father's plan for his life. Glory to God. Jesus, Jesus had the... Are you not listening to what I'm saying? Because see, I'm getting happier than your faces are demonstrating. (laughs) Jesus received the anointing of joy. The anointing of joy above anybody else. What does that mean? See, break the stupid image of Jesus as some prim and proper person walking around. I'm not saying Jesus wasn't prim and proper, but I'm telling you one thing. Jesus went around with a smile on his face. Glory to God. He was full of joy. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I'm telling you, I'm convinced that Jesus laughed. I'm convinced that Jesus yielded to joy because he needed that strength. Amen. 
Glory to God. Go to Zephaniah 3.17. Boy, I tell you what, you better be ready to shout. This not only made me want to shout, it made me want to cry. It's so incredible. Zephaniah 3.17 says, The Lord your God in your midst, the mighty one will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you with his love. He will rejoice over you with singing. Listen to this from the New Century Version. The Lord your God is with you. How many know he's with you? The mighty one will save you. Has he saved you? He will rejoice over you. You will rest in his love. He will sing and be joyful about you. <laughs> Glory to God. Think about it. As we saw last week in his presence, in Psalm 1611, in his presence is fullness of joy. In his presence is fullness of joy. Friends, I'm telling you, when you go into the presence of Almighty God, you've got to understand something. God gets excited that you're showing up. I got his word right there. Here comes Jane. Hey, hey, hey. I want to go there all the more now. Just know how happy he gets to see me. He, he has joy over me. Dan, I can't. Why would you have joy over me, God? Because you belong to me, Daniel. You're my child, Daniel. Isn't that just incredible? God is a God who laughs. We have to be people who laugh. Laugh at the devil. Laugh at those seemingly impossible situations. Learn to tap into the joy of the Lord. It's in you and it's in me. It will give you supernatural strength to go through whatever it is you're facing. And it will enable you to get to the other side. To receive the end of your faith. Glory to God. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Hey. Ha 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 ha. Oh, I tell you, I think we need to practice some laughing in here. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 ha. Hey. I know some of you might be thinking, well, I don't really, I'm, I'm a little tired, Pastor Dan. I'm kind of ready. I'm ready to go home. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to leave. Go on. We love you anyway. God loves you anyway. I'm not trying to be mean or rude or anything else. But I'm going to tell you something right now. This will give you the strength you need right now in your life. Ha, ha, ha. Everybody say this. I yield. To joy. to joy. It's in me. It's a fruit of the Spirit. I yield to joy by faith. Ha ha ha. I'm yielding. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Oh. See, you, 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 you're looking at me going, Pastor Dan, why do you keep doing that? Because I'm getting, I'm, getting, I'm getting an infusion right now. So you, may, you can't see it, but in the spirit realm, I'm being infused with strength. Ha, 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 I'm receiving it right now. Ha, 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 ha. You can receive it right now. Just stick your arms out and receive it right now. Oh, it's an infusion of strength. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 ha. Ha ha ha! Woo! Yay! <laughs> Infusion! Woo! Glory to God! Fusion! Glory! Woo! Hey! Hey! Hey. <laughs> 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 Who's going to be the spark? Ha ha ha. 
She snorted. See, the weaker you may feel physically, that means you should be laughing more than the others around you. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. <laughs> Remember, it, it, you're, you're, so I know, listen, 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 get out of your head. Get out of your head. You might say, well, it's just, it's just me saying ha, 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 pastor. It doesn't mean anything. It's said ha, ha, ha. <laughs> you start out, you might start out in the flesh, but as you do it by faith, you'll step over into the spirit. And when the spirit gets on you, all of a sudden you'll be laughing so hard, you won't even be able to stand up. <laughs> hey. Hey. You know, uh, you know what, it, what people have a tendency to do? A lot of times people have a tendency to do this. They'll see people around them laughing. This is what they're doing. Why not just join in? <laughs> You're already here. Everybody already, they already think this about you anyway. So might as well have a good time doing it. Hey, we don't have to go get drunk on, on Saturday night. We get drunk on Sunday morning. Hey, woo. <laughs> woo. Shave <laughs> something. <laughs> 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 woo. 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 See, Becky, she just got back from California, seeing her dad over there and her, is it your brother and his, his wife? And she was talking about how uh, they're liberal. They're big time liberal. And they were like, uh, what was this thing they said about God? Oh, why is God have to be a he? Why can't God be a she? <laughs> How ignorant is that? You're going to miss out on the good, loving God because he's a he instead of a she. That's stupidity gone to see. <laughs> I guess this is what I would say to Becky the next time she goes there and they see something stupid like that. Just start laughing. <laughs> Could you see that? Why isn't she? A, why isn't God a she? <laughs> what are you laughing at? You? <laughs> Woo! Hey! <laughs> drinking a beer or a, a, a whiskey or whatever, guess what I had to do in order to drink it? I had to open my mouth. 
I know this might sound like some deep revelation, but go with me, all right? <laughs> I'm going somewhere with this. You had to open your mouth to drink in the natural. You got to learn to open your mouth to drink in the envisioning right now see this is the way I is what I'm envisioning right now is not just me laughing by myself (laughs) I'm envisioning God right here with me laughing with me singing over me, rejoicing over me because I'm doing what he's instructed me to do. Ha, ha, ha. See, see, see? Sometimes you feel like crying. Sometimes you feel like laughing. It don't matter. Just yield. Just yield. Just yield. Just yield. I'm telling you right now, here's supernatural strength available for everybody in this room. Right now. Everybody go, ha, ha, ha. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 Pastor Dan, man, you must really need a big time infusion. That's right. I like it. I used to drink heavily in the world. I'm going to drink heavily in the spirit. <laughs> Woo. Woo. I don't need whiskey no more. I don't need beer no more. I don't need any of that junk no more. I got the Holy Ghost. I can drink from the most high. I can just drink it in. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, glory to God, glory to God. See, again, I want to remind you, and this is something I had to learn. When I went to Raymond, we would have those Holy Ghost meetings there. It would come in waves. And I think the reason it came in waves is because I don't know if we could have stayed like that for too long. Because I'm telling you, we were, we were all, could you envi- can you envision your pastor and your pastor's wife and these other pastors or Pastor Jim and his wife? We're laughing so hard, we're on the ground, and we is in a t- suit. We're in, because it's always back there, it's pretty improper. But it, <laughs> we're on the ground laughing so hard, and it would come, and all of a sudden, you kind of get, it was like, because I'm, I'm t- I'm, my sides are like, I don't know if I can take any more of this. And then all of a sudden, this lady down the road. <laughs> no, she, what was, she laughed like a monkey. Huh? I like a like an orangutan. All of a sudden, <laughs> everybody's laugh is different, you know. Some people can laugh real heartily. <laughs> Others are like, it don't matter. <laughs> and then there is. <laughs> she gonna take it back to her church. She gonna walk into her church. Pastor Scott's gonna be up there anyway, preaching the word. And she's gonna be sitting there going, ah! <laughs> "Hey, ha ha ha, ha ha Hey, did you get something? This is the way God made us. This is the way God made us. This is the way God made us. Let's take advantage of it. We need to have that supernatural strength in our being." We need to be able to say, okay, God, I need, I, 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 I'm, I'm not feeling so hot right now. But I don't live by how I feel. I got to believe, listen, this is, this is something 
That's so important to believe. And this is a confession. When I had hands laid on me or when I stepped out to believe for my healing, I began to mend from that very hour. And even though things may seem to be getting worse on the outside, out here in my physical body, that I, I, that I am going to keep standing and rejoicing in the Lord until the full manifestation occurs. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. But in the meantime, I need that supernatural that I need that supernatural strength, Lord. Just go ahead, plug, get those two in the mouth. Yeah, I need, go ahead, both arms. Ha, ha, ha. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Dr. Jesus, what you need, my friend, is to take six doses of joy every day for the next three weeks, and you will receive the full manifestation of your healing. <laughs> Yet how many people Yeah you can take it all day long. How many people would listen to a physical doctor, a natural doctor, over what Jesus is saying? Put more trust in them than in Jesus. We gotta laugh. I'm telling you, get a hold of this. If God laughs in the heavens, he's laughing because he knows what the enemy's trying to throw against him and throw against us. Listen, he's going to fail. It, he's already defeated. It no matter what he tries. He ain't ever going to... Listen, the devil will never win. Get that in your head. The devil will never win. We win because Jesus has already won. And I'm in him. Oh, hallelujah. Ha, ha, ha. Glory to God. Did you get something today? Now, you not you got to come back next week because I want to share with you about Abraham and Sarah. The revelation God has given me about those two, especially Sarah. We're going to see some revelation in there. I mean, I had never, I've never heard anybody share this from this perspective before. But I guarantee you I can back it up with the word. That's what God does. Obviously, he gives us the word to prove what is true and what is not. Amen. Did you get something? Hallelujah. Ha, ha, ha. Boy, this is a good service. We had communion. We did some laughing, did some shouting. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Do you know that God.